everyone, it's Elise Comerford here. I'm joining Joe today as we chat to some of our participants from the Gut Health Formula. So if you haven't heard of the Gut Health Formula, it is a program that Joe and I have been running for, is it five years, Joe? Must be about that. It must be about five years. So we've had a lot of people go through the Gut Health Formula um, and it's been such an incredible program that has impacted so positively on so many people's lives. And we started to think that we'd really love to share some of those stories of people's experiences because we know how powerful it can be to hear of someone else's healing experience. And we do have a few uh, like healing stories within the program and we always get feedback on those that hearing someone else's journey and you may have heard Isaac's story that Joe has on her YouTube channel. I know some of my clients have listened to that and found that incredibly inspiring. So just hearing someone's story, it gives us hope. Um, and that can be the most important thing in the healing process is having that hope and seeing, okay, they did it, I can too. So that is what we're hoping to share with you guys through doing these podcasts is share some hope so that you, you can move forward on your own healing journey. Yeah, it's so powerful um, when you hear someone else's story that's been through what you are going through and you don't feel alone and you know that someone else has been there and come out the other side. And that's what we found with Isaac when he was um, just at the beginning of diagnosis with OCD and just really struggling and feeling like he was the only person in the world that felt like this. He didn't he just felt very alone and I started researching online and finding stories of people who um, had OCD but had been able to really improve it with natural health and just diet and different things and I would read him the stories and I remember the first time I read him one of the stories with an amazing you know, healing journey, he was laying on the floor bawling his eyes out at the time and I read him the story and he just stopped and he looked at me and he said, you mean people get over this? And I said, yes. And he stood up, stopped crying. And that was it. He was onto it. He was ready to start working on his health. And he was so much happier after that, just knowing that there was hope. So it can make a huge difference to hear other people's stories. And that's why we'd like to share some with you today. So, so welcome, Steph. First up is Steph. She's so yeah. brave. She's yeah. she's put up with all our technical difficulties this morning already and <laughs> stops and starts. And um, hopefully we will not lose my internet again. But thank you so much, Steph, for joining us and for being the brave first one on the show. Right. Thank you guys so much for having me. Can't wait to dive into it. It's awesome. So Steph was on the most recent um, intake of the program and we just finished the eight weeks like a week or two ago didn't we two weeks ago yeah so um, I guess first of all we'd love to know what you went into the program hoping to get out of it why did you decide to join the program um sorry I had been healing our three-year-old daughter it had been almost a year and I was still so lost. And I, I said to my husband, I need some guidance. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what 
the gaps means I don't know how to heal her, what she needs, how much, just the basics of just healing her. And um, and I was speaking to a few people and, you know, you, you get a bit of info here and there. And I said to my husband, I was like, um, there's this course and I need I need the guidance so badly to help us to heal her. And when you say healing her, what are the kind of issues that you were seeing and that you know you needed to address? So at, uh, at around 14 months old, she she was walking with a limp and she and it progressed worse and worse. And then after seeing about eight specialists, um, surgeons, x-rays, we eventually a physio referred us to a rheumatologist and that's when she was diagnosed with JIA, which we didn't even know existed. And um, yeah, so that's, and they said the only way to get rid of this is she needs to go on this medication and every six weeks she'll have to have a liver um, blood test to make sure that it's not basically shutting down with the medication that she'll be on. And so I skipped out of there thinking, great, she's going to be able to walk. She won't be in pain anymore. And then my husband went to the chemist and the lady said to him, are you sure this is for an 18 month old? Because this is going to destroy her insides for the rest of her life. Wow. My husband came home and he, yeah, he obviously shared what she had said. And so I, that whole night, didn't sleep researching and researching and researching. I went onto my mum's Facebook, went onto this conscious mother's page and just said, does anybody have any idea how we can heal her naturally or anything? And this one lady said, Joe Witten, I healed my daughter with, on GAPS diet through her. Um, yeah. And so from then on, she, she threw a whole heap of information and that's where we've been since. What is JIA? Sorry. Oh, juvenile idiopathic uh, arthritis. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know kids could get that. No, it's just mind blowing, isn't it? You don't think. Yeah. So, juvenile kids, idiopathic, like they don't know why kind of thing. Um, arthritis. Yeah. So, generally, it, it's autoimmune. Yeah. But when you go to like a regular medical practitioner, for something autoimmune, what do they tell you? Yeah, straight on. Oh, so sad. Straight on to the medication. Yeah. yeah. And seeing the, seeing the rheumatologist, uh, what was it, three weeks ago, and it's been seven months. Um, yeah, so seven months it's been with her on quite hardcore gaps. And he is saying, you know, I'm optimistic. I want to, I want to see her in six months' time instead of every three months' time. And then I want to see her in twelve months. He goes, and I think it's disappearing. Wow, that <laughs> is incredible. <laughs> yeah, incredible. So when you were on the journey on your own, so trying to implement things by yourself without the support, without the support, what was feeling the most challenging? the food of what to cook. I just couldn't wrap my head around it. And when I did the the course, the the gut health um, formula, I it was as simple as when you guys would say, start with the stocks, just get stocks and then your fermented foods. And it was just so simple. Everything you guys said was just so simple. Chuck the chicken in a pot, add the water, some veg. Like it doesn't have to be 
Gourmet. <laughs> yeah, so, and, you know, add lots of good fats and egg yolks and, and, and yeah, I just, I, I, since then, since the gut health formula, I haven't had a day where I could cry and be overwhelmed with what am I going to cook? What do I do? I don't know what to cook this. I mean, I still get that every now and then, but like. It's um, not the, the anxiety kind of thing. Oh, it's more of a. It, yeah. Like has my three-year-old had enough fats? Has, is she full or is has she had enough healing foods? Like, yeah. And just learning to add them in, in small steps without yeah. trying to do everything at once. I think. Yes. Is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which thing. Yes. So how, um, so Elise, maybe you could explain a little bit about how healing foods help with autoimmune arthritis type things. So with any kind of autoimmunity, there is always going to be that underlying gut issue. So generally there's some kind of leaky gut going on mm-hmm. and autoimmunity is the body attacking itself. So it's the antibodies are formed against proteins within your own body so there's always something gut related going on that's the same with any health condition there's always something gut related going on it doesn't mean it will be the only answer um, but it's always going to be a big part of the answer and the great thing is is that say like I've definitely worked with JIA before Um, sometimes we get people coming to the clinic with an autoimmune condition that I haven't even heard of because there are so many different types of autoimmune conditions. And the great thing is, is that the way you approach it doesn't change really um, because it all is that same basis. It's about healing and repairing the gut. So the gut is no longer a source of inflammation so that you're healing and sealing and repairing the gut lining so that proteins and not traveling through into the blood in the way the body doesn't recognize and starts forming an immune response so basically very overactive immune system then reacting to other things and so many things are autoimmune based like most arthritis is has some form of autoimmunity there definitely things like rheumatoid arthritis and even like um there's something that's come up a couple, of times, a couple of times recently. Um, I can't remember what it's called now, but it's one in the ears. There's like, if you look up a lot of, a lot of conditions where there's not really an answer for, they're very, very often autoimmune. There is just so many of them. Um, and so many people have autoimmune conditions that they're undiagnosed. So um, like connective to like I've got a client at the moment with connective tissue autoimmunity. So she gets injured really easily. Um, so soft tissues, you know, playing sport or something injured really easily and then takes a really, really long time to heal. So that's a form of autoimmunity. Um, so yeah, mm. healing the gut is the way to go. Yep. It's back to the simple basics, which we all need to work on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's um, why the program is successful. So there's so many different types of um, health issues is because we all need to get back to that root cause of gut health. So with the program, um, as we went through each week um, and adding things in, did you find that quite doable, not overwhelming? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, fine adding new things in. The only thing that we haven't added in is the dairy side of things um so yeah that's which I w- we would love to add in I just still a little bit it takes time 
And I think really just presenting all the options in a way that's doable and then say do them in your own, at your own pace because everybody's going to be different. Yeah, exactly. So within the Guy Health Formula, of course, we do have the Telegram group where you can jump in there and chat away, which does get very busy. So how did you find that, Steph? Oh, that's been, yeah, a a huge help with, um, yeah, any questions, being able to just throw it in and say, what can I do with this piece of chicken? Or um, <laughs> I love <laughs> those questions. I'm cooking right now. What should yeah, I do? Like, I'm like, do this. ASAP. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is like the most amazing thing to be able to have that support through the course. In, yeah, is that chat group and, you know, all the other people bouncing ideas or, uh, yeah, and, and them even saying questions and they're like, oh, I... I didn't like I wanted to ask that but I didn't think of that like yeah um, that's probably my favorite part too that's my I love the group because it's like every day there's just constantly chat going on and even as you'll know you're in the alumni group now so once you do finish in the eight weeks of the course you've still got 12 months access to everything so we try and encourage everyone not to freak out um but then the alumni group just stays there and we're still every day in the alumni group which is awesome you guys are amazing at always just replying to everyone and there are so many messages and (laughs) you guys do amazing at replying sometimes yeah sometimes it's um like slower than others like I guess on a weekend but like I think yesterday or the day before um, I see a message pop up about sleep um, questions and I was just like, oh, I've been researching this. I'm like, yeah, so it's it's very helpful even for us, I find, because it makes me start thinking, I know, hey, yeah. what is the answer to that question? And then I go and research it and come back and I've learned something. So it's good. It's yeah. good like that. Yeah, when other people ask questions and it makes you think, yeah. And then also all, it's fun seeing all the photos of everyone's cooking and, you know, um, their... And even random things like people's craft. <laughs> yeah. I love that too. So I. And, and this is where I'm taking my morning walk and... Oh, uh, I know. It's so inspiring. Scenery. It is really... It, yeah. it helps you to be, feel supported and want to... Yeah. Actually, I should be letting you talk about it. Sorry. Oh, no, no, that's okay. <laughs> it was a really lonely year until I started this group. Mm. Um, yeah, it was, I felt like we were the only ones in the world and I was, I kept reading your story, Joe, and I was like, how did she heal him? How did she do it? Like, uh, yeah. So I, and, and I said to Kurt, I just was so supported on, oh, great. yeah, yeah, the chat and everything and yeah. That's and one of, one of our main dreams with creating this program, it's like Joe and I, feel like we created out of necessity we're like we were wanting to meet that need of something that's actually going to impact people's lives over the long term and that was actually going to be sustainable and that made health really achievable and that's something I love about that alumni chat group I'm like there's people that have been in this group for five years and they are still in there chatting away. Like some of the names are so familiar now. Yeah. And I'm like, it really is something. And we do often get people in there saying they are years in and it's changed their life. And that's, that was our goal. We've always known we could do something like really 
um, really intense that would yeah. have incredible short-term results, but, and I would get a lot of attention, yeah. but it wouldn't actually change people's lives over the long term. And that's with the gut health formula. Yes. You would know in that first week, generally everyone's like chomping at the bit and they're like really excited <laughs> to get started. And we're like, first week is all about slowing down. I know. <laughs> this is amazing. We all need this. <laughs> and how did you cope with that first week? Did you feel frustrated at first? No, that's what I needed. I <laughs> needed that. I was like, because I've always just been like one thing to the other and just stressing yeah. the whole entire time. And and then it, yeah, it just you when you guys guiding and saying just one thing at a time. You no, know, like every day doesn't have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Every day doesn't have, have to be perfect. Look over the whole week the instead pressure's of focusing on. on that day. And if you didn't get all your stocks in or you didn't get all your fermented foods in, you don't just focus on the one day overall, the week or the month. Or, yeah. 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 Which was yeah. a big thing for me because on the day uh, I would stress and be like, oh, she didn't eat all her breakfast. Oh, she didn't drink all her stock. And I, I know it spin me in a spiral and I'd be like, she didn't heal today. And then, and then, yeah, we're doing this journey. I, that's been the biggest, one of the biggest helps. Looking yeah. at the picture and not the just... Picture. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's like comes from that always being told, you know, eat all the colors of the rainbow with every meal, and like so, it's like you can get so hyper focused on all the small details that you're trying to get it all perfect, yeah. and we take that perfectionism away from it when it's like rather than trying to get all the healing food in every meal or every day, it's like look across the month and overall, are we increasing the intake of all of those healing foods? It is. It's just like zooming out a little yeah. bit and it just gives you, it just makes things much less overwhelming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and especially with Joe saying, make things fun for her, you know, fun cups or straws to drink the stock or um, plates and bowls and that or different environment to eat the foods. And that was a huge, huge I have help. a picnic. Yeah. And she yeah, loves, with it, loves sitting, soup. I know. And she loves sitting with her little sister and just, They've got the same. We've all got the same, and you know, so she gets excited. So that's so nice. Yeah, yeah. I think just pulling back on the stress and the intensity, and saying, okay, let's just relax a little, and it's okay to take time. And um, with kids that are refusing food, learning to make it a fun experience and not a stressful. Oh, here we go again at every meal. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's only the odd time now where she has a day or two and she doesn't want to hit, like she doesn't want to have all her stock or all her soups and she'll just have a little bit and I'm okay with that. Yep. I don't get stressed anymore. So that's so good. Every little bit helps. Yeah. Were there big, any big aha moments throughout? So can you think just off the top of your head? Um, just anything you learned throughout that was a bit of an aha moment for you? The stocks. I mean, I have I have books, but I feel like I needed to have this. <laughs> I needed to have the chat, like, and the videos of you know, every week having the live videos of just the basics. Joe, you doing your cookups, and I, I I was like, it's so simple. How it's just yeah, like yeah, with the stocks and the meal cookups that was a big aha moment because I was struggling so badly with just getting all the food done and 
yes. Sometimes you can look at a recipe and it just feels overwhelming, but you see it done and you're like, oh, is that it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially with fermenting or making yogurt or like some of those things as well, it can feel a little bit like, ah, oh, what do I do? And then you watch something yeah. and like, right, okay. Yeah, and just like, yeah, the videos every week of you guys showing, you know, focusing on fermented foods or stocks or cook-ups and things like that, it's just so straight, like, you know, down the line. Simple. 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 Yeah. How did you how did you find the live Q&As as well, like with Elise on this on the um more difficult health issues and things like that? Yeah, that was a big eye opener. Like with certain things spoken about. Yeah, that was um that was really cool just listening to to those at like and the questions that people would ask. I find that I learn something every time I listen to Elise answer people. I know. I, know. I could listen to you both every every day. Always. I had the information. Um, I had my trainee B, who's just finished her traineeship. Say hi, B. Hey, congratulations, <laughs> B. Um, she was sitting here beside me and we were listening to one of the live videos. We kept looking at each other like, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. So I learn something every time. <laughs> What kind of takeaways did you get from the program that you feel like you'll use going forward, things that you weren't doing before and now you're, um, you've sort of built them into your everyday life for healing your daughter? Uh, the biggest thing would be stocks, just having that on the stove a few times a week, a big batch of stock and adding that into everything. And like Elise says, Try add little bits into everything you're cooking or your jellies or um yeah so that's one of the biggest things that that yeah to take away and uh also meal planning is yeah having that just like and, and the snacks the biggest thing was snacks on the go like chicken drumsticks or a cup of stock some gummies oh it's never it doesn't anything. have to be baking <laughs> what's that sorry not just always baking and sweet yeah. snacks. Yeah, meat, the herb meatballs and, yeah, so just having those things on the go just takes that, yeah, that was the biggest thing that I learned through the GAPS healing journey is to have those healing foods ready to go so if she's crashing a bit or, you know, I've got options for her to have mm. a snack on, yeah. To... Has it changed the way you think about health and healing? Definitely. I can't believe I didn't know about this before. This is like, this should be just every way living, right? Like, um, should be like how we all eat. And I feel like this is how they used to eat, maybe like how back in the olden. Yeah. (laughs) That part you can just in the stoves cooking all their soups and stuff. (laughs) But yeah, I. I feel like this is how we all should be eating um, and that this lifestyle, it should be our lifestyle. Um, and it has been a big change in our home and our lifestyle for us as a family. Were any of your family and friends, um, did they question you on the way that you changed your diet or have they found it, you know, maybe teased you a bit about the way that you eat or have you found it pretty good with the way that people respond to the way that you're eating? Yeah, well, my mum and dad and obviously my husband, they have been amazing and they just, 
so inspired by how that the past eight weeks have been and the, the foods that you know that we've been cooking and they wish they could eat like this and they yes and my dad says you know can you cook for me as well and cook like, yes. um, you're like no yeah I know this is <laughs> did they enjoy um, the food then they enjoyed the meals dad can't believe it mum and dad they can't believe the food my husband he's like I can't believe this the Aww. food is just yeah how how delicious it is but so nourishing and right um yeah the, the only thing I probably struggle with is going to family things yeah. uh and and there's a, an array of food and I just struggle a bit if Chella sees it and she's you know, is asking because she can see her cousin's having it and I have to break her heart and say, no, I'm sorry. So I, I do avoid being in situations like that, which is probably not the best, but it's for now, very... yeah, just while we're so intense in the healing, I just think it's important just to keep, yeah, just to keep it positive with these foods and make it fun instead of, yeah being like, no, you can't have this or no, you can't have that. And yeah, yeah just making it fun. Something um, I love explaining to people at the start of the healing journey is, is just having that, again, zooming out a little bit and remembering what the goal is. So when I started on my healing journey, the goal was getting it right. And so that was my only focus was like getting it right so I could be healthy and I'd never thought beyond that. And so I just got overly obsessed with then like my yes. diet then became my crutch. It was like, well, now I feel good eating this way. Can never change. Have to always eat this way. And I was, I became, I was like scared of potatoes. Um, so it's like, I hadn't thought beyond that. And so once I'd kind of worked through that myself, and then I'm really clear with my clients about that, that now my diet, I don't eat gaps all the time. Yeah. So I do eat rice. I just brought some beautiful gluten-free organic sourdough from the markets this morning um and sometimes like my son had sourdough we went out for breakfast with friends this morning and he wanted sourdough you know organic sourdough with poached eggs and bacon and he had that um so you know sometimes we go and have sushi or like so we do have other things in our diet now that are not gaps because that is the goal the goal is to be able to eat really nourishing whole foods and not have to worry or think about it and also the goal for me is if my friends invite me over for dinner, I can just eat what they serve me. I, I don't know. have to say, oh, I can't have this, this or this. So, yeah. yeah, I feel like it's really good to understand that from the start for people because it can feel like, oh, well, why do I want to restrict what I eat? Or one thing also is is that feeling unwell is so restrictive. So when people used to say to me, oh, how can you restrict your diet so much? Like, how can you be so restrictive? I don't know how you do that. I'm like, but I feel great. Like to me, it's more restrictive to feel tired all the time and have no energy and bloated and have all the digestive symptoms that I used to have. Yeah. I think it's good to zoom out and have that that idea in mind where you're you're still in the trenches, yeah. Seth, where you are in that healing place where I was for years too, where I wouldn't eat those other things when I was out. It did impact a little bit on my social life, of course. Some of my friends totally understood it and they would just expect me to turn up with my own food um, if I went to their place or anything like that. And the goal is that you do get to a point where it's not so critical, whereas before I healed, 
if I went out for dinner and just ate whatever I was served, I would be in the bathroom. Like it's not nice and it's like bloating and pain and all those things. Now I can go and do that and it's totally fine. If I did it every night, it wouldn't be. Um, but to go and do that occasionally is absolutely fine. And I feel like that's the goal is to not have to obsessively worry about food and everything you're doing, you know, it's to move beyond that. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so that's in your future. Yes. I know, yes. And I th- that's my next step is to then book in with you, Elise, to have the guidance to take the next steps with Chella. Yeah. Yeah. But you're doing so well. I mean, just to hear that you've got so much more confidence with bringing those healing foods into your family's meals and they're enjoying the meals that's a huge bonus because you know you hear all these people saying yeah but my family they won't eat it um and we found we found that family and friends would come over when we were on early stages of healing and they'd be like this is so delicious I wish we ate like this at home so that's what you find it's not talking them into it it's just put food in front of you and they're like this This is delicious yeah Mm. all the flavors yeah yeah that's awesome. Well, um, we wish you all the best with Chella and her healing journey and can't wait to hear, you know, hear back from you maybe in a year or so and how things are going. Um, and, and congratulations. I'm so, yeah. like, it's so great to hear what her specialist has said so, um, yeah, about her you. healing. Yeah. So that is just, that huge. is so exciting and it is huge, yeah. absolutely huge. And I'm yeah. so grateful for everything with you guys. Can't wait to keep continuing. That's awesome. Thank Such you. And and just the way that you're building the foundations now for her only three years old, you know, she's going to be learning this for life. So you've started I so did, young. I did hear, um, yeah, someone did say that to me. Yeah. Think about how you're setting your children's future up. Yeah. It's life-changing forever. Yeah. And also the, the approach, taking yeah. that relaxed approach where it is about healing and it is, um, being specific with what she's eating but also relaxing around it so that it can be an enjoyable process rather than one full of stress so you're also teaching her that too which is just fantastic yeah. a really good relationship with food mm. but yeah you guys have been a, a huge support and just giving me that confidence it's life-changing like throughout this gaps journey I was yeah I remember emailing Joe saying to you where do I start? How did you heal? And you emailed saying, I think you need to do the gut health formula. It's <laughs> going to help a lot with all this. And it was the best thing I ever did. So I'm so grateful for you guys. Thank you Amazing. so much. Amazing. Such a pleasure. So, yeah. So good.